This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello, this is the Startup Show by the Kenyan Wall Street, and my name is Ali Mwakaneno Gakweli. We're sitting with um, Pokimani, who is the CEO and founder at WorkPay. WorkPay is an HR and payroll solution provider for fast-growing companies in Africa, and we really want to break down what's been happening in the HR sector since, since the pandemic began and the role of digital solutions like WorkPay in solving challenges in HR in general and solving some unique challenges that came about during the pandemic. Welcome to the show, Paul. Hey, thanks, Ali, and uh, thanks so much for uh, having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be part of your podcast. You're welcome. So just to begin to, to know each other, we, we all know that WorkPay is an, is an HR and solutions provider, but what, what is that? Who is WorkPay and um, what's the product? How does it look like? And what are some of the companies that you target or have worked with? Thanks so much. So, um, as you rightly put, uh, WorkPay is a HR and payroll uh, software provider. Uh, basically, what we do is that we provide solutions around people management and payroll and payments um, uh, for companies, especially uh, fast growing. Uh, the reason why uh, we like and say fast growing is that uh, as a company, as we are growing fast, as we're adding more and more people uh, to your team, a number of challenges comes in on how do you manage their day-to-day, how do you manage their uh, payroll, how do you manage their taxes, and even how do you manage their benefits if you offer any uh, to your clients. And uh, that's where work becomes in uh, by providing a solution that essentially helps you uh, from day one, once you're an, uh, you're an employee joins your company, when you're onboarding them, uh, we help you take them through until the last day when they're leaving your company uh, and if everything that happens in between from leaves, from managing their documents, processing their payroll, handling their taxes, payee, and NHIF, uh, all those things uh, we do for you. And that is what we provide for you in a platform that is accessible uh, our cloud, so you don't have to uh, have it. Uh, I don't have to be in one place. You don't have to be stuck in an office. So it's a solution that is future ready, a solution that can be used both by companies that are uh, only uh, working from a local or from one place, as you may call it, from an office setup, to even people who are working remotely. Thank you so much, Paul. And I'm aware that you know WorkPay didn't begin as as WorkPay, and by that I mean. Your operations began in in a, in a different name, and I'm curious, what's the story behind your solution? What's the personal pain point that you were able to identify as a co-founder that you know drove you to build this solution for the East African ecosystem? So when we started WorkPay, uh, we started it as a different uh, product. So it was called Toza Plus, and uh, I say product because it was not even a company. So. We were running a dev shop for quite some time, building all manner of solutions for people uh, from MFIs, for small businesses, uh, building them simple things like websites all the way to complicated uh, resource management solutions. And while we are doing that, we, I mean, we always wanted to build a product. We did not want to do uh, run a dev shop forever, uh, but uh, we were not clear on what product we wanted to build. 
But when we are running the dev shop, we kept on coming across uh, people who need us to build uh, resource management solutions for them uh, or recommending solutions for them from accounting solutions, from payroll solutions, CRMs, project management solutions, or even POSs for people who are running businesses. So we kept, like we really did a lot of work in that space. And we thought that there's an opportunity here. So what we did is that we built a uh, product we called Toza Plus. So Toza Plus was, uh, we used to call it like, uh, we used to say that's a business operating system. So basically what we were trying to do, especially, especially focusing or targeting our SMEs in the country was that we can provide them with a solution that can help them to manage all their resources from people, money, clients, anything that they want to do. So we wanted to give them a solution. But once we build that uh, as an in-house product again, and after running it for about six months, uh, we really learned a lot. Uh, we got some really good feedback from the people that we our, our early adopters. And we realized that it's going to be like a very, uh, uh, take us a lot of time and money for us to really build a, a full-fledged kind of uh, uh, ERP, if we may call it so. And that's why we were able to really ask ourselves hard questions and check what the data was telling us. And we decided, you know what, we want to drop everything. We want to focus on the HR and payroll uh, uh, space that we could see uh, areas of growth there. We could see actual pains that people were going through and we could see actually uh, the opportunity uh, for doing that, not only for Kenya, but also doing it uh, for the whole of the continent. So once we switched from Toza Plus to WorkPay, it was very clear for us that we were not building for Kenya, but we wanted to build for the whole of the continent. You say, Paul, that you, you asked yourself some, some of the hard questions that um, eventually, you know, led you to narrowing down to building a startup that provides, you know, cloud-based HR services. Do you mind sharing some of these hard questions that you, you asked yourself? Yeah, great. So the reason I say it's hard is that, uh, as I mentioned, we had so many, uh, quite uh, a number of modules, if I may call them so, because basically they're actually products. Uh, and... Uh, one of the products that we had to drop was accounting. Uh, we had part of the solution or we had had accounting uh, aspect and uh, that's where we had more users. Uh, but these users were really not satisfied uh, with what we were offering. So uh, they were always comparing us with really mature solutions that are out there, uh, QuickBooks, Sage and the like. And they always wanted to use or us to really grow very fast to get to those levels that they, were, uh, that, that they needed. And then there were really so many um, alternatives for them out there uh, that they could um, uh, use. So for us, uh, despite us having more people uh, on the accounting side, we could not see how we were going to scale that. We could not see how we were going to uh, to build like a really big business around it. On the flip side, we had fewer people on the HR and payroll side, but they were super happy. We had like the product was not good, but they were really happy about it. Uh, they were happy that they can actually, there's actually a solution that they can actually do everything uh, from running payrolls to actually dispersing money to their employees from it, as opposed to exporting Excel sheets and the like and taking to their bank. So that was really exciting to them. And uh, uh, we really had to ask ourselves, do we uh, drop uh, more than 50% of our client base and go with probably 20% and build around them? Or do we just figure to continue pushing with the with the with the with the many people we have and try and uh, figure out down the line. So the answer, despite uh, not not being the the best that we wanted to do, we actually decided that we are going to go with HR and payroll 
because that is where we are seeing uh, opportunity uh, uh, for our product as opposed to going with, with the others like accounting, CRM and, uh, and even project management. There's something that you talked about that really touched enough on my end, which is uh, that when you started companies or other customers were comparing you to mature solutions. And um, that's, I think that's a challenge that a lot of startups in the, in the ecosystem face. So for example, anyone entering the HR solution like you guys is likely to be uh, compared with uh, say guys like SAP or maybe startups in the FinTech uh, providing FinTech or banking services are likely to um, be tempted or to be compared with the success of legacy systems. I, I use legacy here with a pinch of salt, like M-Pesa. How do you navigate that within the HR space, the space that you decided to narrow down? Yeah, so um, the, the beauty of the opportunity when you're actually going against legacy uh, uh, service providers is that they don't do a very good job, especially around innovation and around speed. Um, and also, especially if we are targeting uh, the small and medium-sized companies uh, and probably startups. So like in our case, of course, there are so many legacy solutions in the space, but um, they are so outdated. They are so old, even in terms of the way they, they, they do their things. Uh, they are not um, intuitive enough. They don't do everything like what our modern business needs uh, today. Um, and, and that's what we were, we, we provided. We ask ourselves, what can we do that is different or differentiates us from what uh, the existing uh, solution providers are doing? Uh, and number one, one of them was like, the user experience has to be way better than what uh, uh, others are used to. And um, I think that's one of the things that we have actually really succeeded in, including Actually, even right now, we just um, did what we are calling WorkPay 2.0. We are actually in the process of uh, transitioning our clients to the system. So we have to every day keep on asking ourselves, how do we make our, our solution uh, probably 10 times better uh, than what people are used to? And then the other question is that what else can we offer uh, that uh, other people are not offering? And uh, we have quite a number of offerings that we provide that are not offered by the other uh, solution provider. So it's something that will always keep on coming up, but the beauty of, and that's the strength of a startup is that how fast can you identify a, a problem and how can how fast can you innovate around it uh, before uh, the legacy solutions providers, as you call them, before they go back to boardrooms and decide that they want to do something, uh, you should be already on your way. And uh, that's how you win. Allow me to expand the scope of the conversation here and look at the HR sector in, in general. What are some of the challenges that we've that you witnessed when you began the company? Or rather when you be, when you built the first product, the first iteration before narrowing down to WorkPay? And uh, specifically, how do you think the, the pandemic has really, really affected this sector? So just like most of the sectors when it comes to small and medium-sized businesses, like it's so paper heavy, so manual, and people are so used to it uh, that at times they don't even see when we're trying to sell our solutions and the efficiency that can bring to them. At times they have a hard time seeing it because they are so much used to within um, inefficiency. They are so much used to doing things manually. Uh, and at times they're not able to actually appreciate uh, what you're offering. But once they see that, they, they actually but to actually see how their life 
can be made way easier how much money they can save uh, in doing uh, their, their people operations by using solutions like WorkPay. So that, that was one that uh, the, 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 the space is so heavy on paper, it's so heavy on manual. I'm sure you or even our listeners might be shocked that there are even so many businesses that are, are still pay people via cash uh, in terms of salary, which is really, really um, something that is shocking uh, uh, considering where we are even in terms of financial inclusion and when, when you think about things like M-Pesa and the like. And then the other one is that because of this process being so paper driven and so manual, there are so many or a lot of wastages uh, that happens uh, in between. So depending on how companies process their payment for the employees, uh, there could be a lot of uh, things that comes in, uh, including um, what is very common and famous with government, what people call ghost workers, like use, uh, and this could be, could come in in many forms, uh, probably in government, ghost workers is what you see, uh, probably you are paying more people than, uh, than, than are working in your company or than are hired officially by your company, but also there's the other issue of paying for more days for your actual employees than what they have worked for, let's say if you pay people per day or even for hours, you pay more than what you have actually uh, are paid for. So that's actually a, a challenge uh, that we saw that there's a lot of wastages uh, that comes in. And then uh, lastly, uh, the fact that uh, uh, there's an opportunity for uh, digitizing and making it way easier and cheaper, affordable and secure for people to be able to uh, pay their employees uh, regardless of which bank they bank with. Uh, I'm sure you have had stories of people, uh, if you, if you, if you even as, as an employee, you bank, uh, the same bank as your company, you're able to receive your salary the same day that that is dispersed. But if you guys bank, if you bank with a different bank, that takes quite a number of days uh, for you to be able to um, uh, to get your money. So WorkPay like brings that to the same day, regardless of where you bank, you're able to actually get your money at the same day, regardless of your of your of your bank and the bank of your employer. So when it comes to COVID, um, COVID actually accelerated a number of things, uh, not necessarily uh, changed, but accelerated. Before COVID, I think the, the biggest change that we have witnessed or after COVID is that as the issue about um, uh, working from home or right now, as people are saying, working from anywhere, that was something that was already happening. That was something that people already having conversations around uh, even before COVID. But now what, when COVID happened is that companies did not have an, um, like an alternative. People had actually to work from home. People had to work from anywhere. And companies were forced to really, uh, not out of choice, uh, but out of necessity to survive. They had to actually make sure that their people are well supported from wherever they are working. They had to change their systems. They had to change their policies and even the way of working for them to ensure that actually uh, employees are able to uh, work from where they are and, 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 and they're able to deliver. And uh, essentially what that meant is that now the managers had more work to do. Uh, the managers had uh, a lot of thinking uh, to do uh, in terms of how do they actually make sure that their employees are still performing at the expected levels uh, and still work uh, as they would work from an office. So I think that has been the biggest shift uh, uh, when it comes to what you have witnessed uh, as, as far as HR is concerned. Uh, right now, uh, people are not even hiring, not even worried about people being within the same uh, country. People are hiring uh, from anywhere. Uh, as long as someone is able to work from there, people are finding ways to be able to hire uh, from anywhere and uh, have these people deliver and 
that has been the biggest shift that we have seen as far as HR is concerned. Looking at a solution like WorkPay or, or any other digital solutions. Of course, um, when it comes to things like working from anywhere, we've had uh, changes in terms of uh, task management payment, not so much. How do digital solutions like, like WorkPay sort of help to harmonize realities of working from home? Rather, how have uh, digital HR solutions sort of assisted companies navigating hard times like narrower revenue streams in, um, in terms of managing their workforce? Yeah, so of course with um, uh, with the changes that has happened, of course, companies were able to uh, look out there and there are tons and tons of uh, solutions that help people to shift and start working from home. And uh, one of them, of course, um, as you say, is things that can help them to manage tasks, things that can, that can help them to keep people in touch. I'm sure solutions like Slack, uh, things like Google Workspace, uh, uh, people really uh, got to use them. Uh, even WhatsApp, uh, people having probably when companies that did not have WhatsApp, uh, company WhatsApp group, people having to create that for even different teams uh, for them being able uh, to do that for, for easier communication. So I think the biggest challenge uh, that was brought to that, especially for teams that had never done uh, remote work before was how do we keep the teams uh, engaged? How do we keep the teams in sync um, as they are working from wherever they are and, and still be able to, uh, for them to still be able to collaborate uh, and deliver as a team so that we, you don't run into the danger of just having individuals, but not necessarily a team. Uh, so there are tons and tons of, uh, of solutions that, that are out there that help people to transition. So in terms of us uh, specifically as WorkPay, uh, one of the things uh, that helped us, of course, being a cloud uh, solution is that people, especially in uh, people operations, are able to still do their, their functions uh, from wherever they are working from home without necessarily having to worry about uh, going to an office if they were used to using um, on-premise solutions, uh, which is heavily used, especially like in Kenya. Um, people are using on-premise uh, solutions, but now with solutions like WorkPay, they're able to actually do that from wherever they are. Something else that um, we actually uh, introduced uh, uh, and actually are currently are running it with a few clients is that essentially that we are enabling people to hire remote teams. So uh, what that means is that we are helping companies to hire anybody across the continent and do it legally and still offer the same benefits uh, that your employees at your headquarters are, are enjoying. An example is if you want to hire somebody in Nigeria and you still want to do it legally, pay taxes, offer uh, benefits, uh, medical insurance benefits, WorkPayer gives you a solution uh, to do so. And, it, and, and also um, it helps you in making sure that uh, their taxes are taken care of in that country, make sure that uh, helps you to make sure that those employees are paid on time, uh, regardless of which country they are, uh, as long as uh, we have um, um, an, an operation in that country. And that has been really exciting and we are really, really excited about it as a team uh, because what that means is that apart from what you have been offering for local teams, uh, we are now having an opportunity uh, to empower companies to be borderless uh, and be able to have teams that are really diverse as far as uh, countries are concerned, that you could have a company that has probably five people from five countries or even more. And, and that now is a reality and it's, it's something that is possible uh, by some of, the, some of the solutions that we are offering. 
I'm looking at the scope in which um, the solution serves. And I remember in the beginning of the podcast, you, you clarified that uh, some of the key or rather your key target market is fast growing companies in Africa. However, challenges like ghost workers Paul, are more prevalent in, in government, especially in Kenya than in the private sector. And uh, when it comes to uh, challenges like uh, that emanate from cash based payment of staff are more prevalent in a less structured or quote unquote informal sector like agriculture or or construction, especially in, in Kenya again. What, what are we looking at in future? Should we expect a possible partnership to uh, promote accountability or reduce inefficiencies in these areas? Yeah, good question. So um, at least for now, we don't see us providing services to governments. Um, and I see for now because we don't know things might change in future. Uh, for us, for now, we want to strictly uh, um, try to help small businesses uh, to grow and grow fast. Uh, and and uh, in, in terms of issues of uh, what you mentioned, right flip put that probably Goswakas are happening more uh, in, in um, government uh, institutions and those kind of things. But there are still some companies that especially um, that are growing fast uh, in, uh, in sectors that really hire uh, uh, people who are more uh, semi-permanent or informal. Uh, let's say, for example, people in construction, we are, can already see that there's a lot of uh, probably construction happening across the continent. People are like in private security companies, there's still a lot of, uh, they grow fast. Those are people who could hire, let's say, uh, 50 to 100 people in a month. So uh, they still need solutions that would allow them to be able to be on top of their finances, on top of the, their people management. So those are the, some of the people who our solution would work for uh, uh, in that use case. But but for working with government for now, no, we still see a lot of opportunities that we could provide. Our, we could help businesses uh, uh, to run more efficient and uh, save more time and money. And that's what we want to concentrate on for now. Maybe lastly, as we wrap this up, looking backwards to look forward, what has been your impact uh, within the uh, greater Kenyan and East African HR space? And what are some of the things that we can expect from WorkPay in the short and midterm? Yeah, so uh, looking back, as you say, um, one of the things that keeps us excited and keeps us moving is the stories that we hear from uh, our clients and the stories that we hear from our clients' employees. Um, that right now, you, you get somebody who used to get their salary after two days or three days after the rest are paid. And they give you stories on how that has changed since the company switched to work pay and they're able to receive their salaries on time. And like that is super exciting to us. And you can see the impact that we are not only causing to these businesses, but also to people who work in these businesses. The other one is the issue of how much time and, and, and money that some of these companies were losing uh, uh, in terms of inefficiency in, in, in preparing the payrolls, uh, in terms of you as a manager or as a leader in a department, you are thinking about so, so much administrative work as opposed to really thinking on a, a strategy about your people. And that really uh, comes to almost zero uh, uh, by, by, by using our solution. And that really uh, is something that keeps us moving and keeps us excited that we're actually causing an impact to people that we intended uh, to do so. 
Uh, in terms of looking uh, uh, forward, uh, we are going through a very, very uh, exciting time. So um, we are actually working um, on launching a number of countries. Uh, when the right time comes, we'll be able to announce this. Uh, we are looking to launching into a number of countries uh, between five and six in the next couple of months. And we're actually working very hard to make sure that uh, from our solution perspective, from a business perspective, we are ready for this market. So it's really exciting and uh, we are really um, looking forward uh, into, uh, into offering the same solution that we have been offering to companies in Kenya and offering to other uh, countries in the larger African region. Uh, the other thing that is super excited, uh, we are super excited about, and uh, as I mentioned that we are currently working on, is what I mentioned, uh, payroll for remote teams. So we're actually providing uh, employer of record services for companies that want to hire uh, to uh, to hire in, in, in a number of countries, uh, that is in Nigeria, Rwanda, uh, Ghana, Uganda, Tanzania, Egypt, Zimbabwe, Angola, Zambia. Like if you want to hire employee in, in any of those countries, we actually have a solution that would help you uh, to do so. So we are super, super excited about that. That's what we, we are working on right now. Uh, but the, eventually the goal is to be able to uh, allow any company that is trying to uh, do business in Africa have a very, very uh, easy way and a very, very affordable and a very intuitive way to manage their people. And actually a way that also the people who are managed like, uh, so it's not, we are not only building for uh, the employers, we're also building with the employees in mind. And uh, yeah, that's what we are working on and we are super excited about what the future holds. I can't wait to, to see you guys expand to other countries. Paul, this is all I had for today. To our listeners, that was Paul Kimani, the CEO and uh, and founder at WorkPay. And I'm happy to have you today. And uh, I can't wait to tell this story once it's expanded at a at a more regional scale. Something that I forgot to mention to our listeners, um, WorkPay was actually one of the two Kenyan companies, I think, that raised money through Y Combinator. If you're, uh, if you're a startup enthusiast, you actually know how big Y Combinator is. And uh, we can't wait to, to see more from just some of the milestones that the company has been able to achieve within the local HR space and some of the plans that Paul has hinted here very carefully. Thank you for joining today's podcast and uh, see you next time.